Hello and welcome to Books, the podcast. The only podcast about books. <laughs> I'm Tim. I'm Tom. Tim, you had a look in your face that made me think like I was immediately going to have to drive you to an old person. So I'm like... <laughs> That was the thing. I forgot what to say, and it wasn't that. Like it was just a brain fart. But no, I got, but you had a look in I your got, eyes of like, who am I? Where well, that's am the I? Thing. The fact that I couldn't immediately recall it after doing it so much, for yeah. a full year, right. we've been doing yeah. this. It was like, oh no, my mind is going, and I got really worried about myself. Yeah, we're booksmen. Yeah, we're booksmen. We read books. Uh oh my god. You know what? It's the holidays, Tom. All the hustle and bustles. Right. Uh, yeah. We're all, yeah. We're recording this after Christmas, the day after Christmas. I'm to full, be of, honest I'm with full you. of candy, full of Christmas ham. I did not have, you You didn't have any ham. I was going to say, I didn't have any ham this year. You didn't have any ham. a little ham. stinker. I never have ham. Um, you know what I did have, though? I had uh, today a very, very, very bad headache, like a hangover-esque headache. Did you uh, not drink soda all day yesterday? Uh, no, I did have some soda yesterday, but I had like uh, two or three drinks. So it was not like a hangover, but I realized what it was, was not really drinking much water mm. and then eating like a lot of sugary things. Yeah. I'm... I'm Whenever I go home and visit my family, mm-hmm. I don't know how I survived. With, oh, like as a kid or whatever? Nobody drank water. <laughs> yeah. And nobody drinks water in, in, like my parents, they don't drink water. Really? Yeah. You know what? My mom drinks water, but she always buys bottled water. And I'm like, don't, like, just get, oh, a, yeah. get a filter. Why? There's always just like cases of bottled water yeah. in my home. My parents used to get the, the, the tiny little waters. Oh, the Marco Rubio size? Yeah. It's like, what do you, why? <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes I just want a little water. Yeah. Yeah. I've never understood that size water. Anywhere I've been that they offer that size water. And that's why, uh, like, I don't understand why, you know, for anybody that doesn't remember this, Marco Rubio famously was during a a rebuttal to uh, Obama's State of the Union. Marco Rubio was like a rising star. I think this was before he ran for president. But during his rebuttal, he got very dry mouth, and then he reached off screen and brought back a comically small Poland spring water bottle and took a swig out of it. And it became a thing just because it was like, that was a ridiculously small water bottle. But I don't understand why that was the water bottle he had accessible to him. Because any place I've ever been where it that size water bottle is what they've offered, it is expressly uh, expressed. We're giving you this size water bottle because we don't want you to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> or we don't want you to... to we don't want to spend the extra five cents on a bigger water. Yeah. We're giving it's a very you this, unwelcoming water. Yeah, so you can finish this. It's two swigs of water finish and then this and leave. Get the fuck out. Yeah. So I never understood why that was. Hey, what... and that's what the voters said to Marco Rubio, huh? Actually, he got reelected. <laughs> yeah, he got reelected. Senate. He was fine. Yeah. But was... He didn't get elected president. I think. Yeah, that's true. I think maybe for Lost him. Lost to a true patriot. I think maybe for him, it was like, uh, like, well, if I'm, if I 
desperately need water while I'm speaking. Let's try and make it as discreet as possible. Yeah. And it's like maybe nah, nobody sh- will see the bottle. <laughs> but it's like now nah, you should have put that in a cup or something. Yeah. Then it wouldn't have been a thing. Or even just a regular sixteen ounce Poland yeah. spring, twelve ounce Poland spring. I also think that was especially uh, a very um, and not to make this political, but uh, mm-hmm. so I won't even name the party, but the party that he uh, <laughs> is a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, it it was it's it's still. I think it's lessening this aspect of it where they're yeah. like proudly wasteful, uh-huh. where they're just like, oh, yeah, no, I we know these are the most wasteful ones. Oh, but yeah, yeah. fuck you. What are you going to cry about it, you fucking babies? I yeah. like to waste things. Right. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You know, when they're just like, no, I love my gas guzzler. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This, this takes just as much plastic as yeah. like a, a water bottle three I mean, times guess, the size. I guess uh the they they sell uh Trump twenty twenty plastic straws. Do you, oh I have heard that. It's yeah. like a pack of eight for like twenty five ninety nine. It's like, yeah. Stick, stick it. it to <laughs> stick it to the lips. <laughs> um uh, Yeah, but so I've just been eating way too much sugar. Uh I I got a bunch of shortbread. Uh, I got some uh, chocolate chip cookies. Those look delicious. They're sitting on your counter. Yeah, I'll give you one of those. Thanks, huh? If you're good. Now? If you're good. Um, I've been good this whole time. <laughs> well, you have to continue being good, Tim. I think my blood sugar's low. I forgot all the words <laughs> at the beginning of this. Uh, I had some cinnamon buns. Nice. You know that they sell... It's pronounced cinnamon. Cinnamon, Cinnabon branded cinnamon buns at the store? Yeah, of course they do, Tom. They're so good. They taste just like the cinnamon, the Cinnabons at at uh Do they come stop. with the cream? They come with the cream, and I couldn't figure out. It's like, how do they get the cream in this tube of buns? The cream is in a tube-shaped container within the tube of buns. Does it still pop that way? Yeah, yeah it pops that nice. way. I love it. I had a hell of a time making it pop. Because you're too afraid? No. You're just like, <laughs> my girlfriend was too afraid. I was not too afraid, and but I was too aggressive. I was just like putting like holes in, in the oh, thing. No, you had to hit it on the seam. I was doing it on the seam. I but don't I, think you were, Tom. I was doing it on the seam, and, and dough was coming out, but it wasn't popping. What the hell? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> This is a very curious. I tried bun. to argue that we should throw it out because I thought it was haunted, <laughs> but yeah. uh, finally got Good it. Good thing out. you didn't. Yeah, and had some. Cin- oh, I saw the cinnamon bun in the fridge. Let me tell you, they reheat real nice too. Really, I yeah. would not expect that. You wouldn't think. Well, don't put the icing on. Yeah, uh, Tom. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's some kind of dick. Who would uh, put icing on a cinnamon bun and then heat it up in the microwave? Yeah, because then you're just asking for trouble. Yeah, but do you but do you reheat it and then put the cinnamon on or the the icing on? Delicious. And you know what? I probably have the remainder of the icing in my fridge, and it's probably too much icing for one cinnamon bun. This is gonna be great. <laughs> be careful with the icing. You think you know? I you know. Think... I did say I've had a headache all day from eating too much sugar. Now I'm just fantasizing about finishing this so I can put extra icing on a, on the one cinnamon bun left. It's okay. You're on your third beer in the last hour, so that'll... This is my fourth beer, you idiot. <laughs> I can tell because you're getting meaner. Anyway, 
This week, I read the end of a book called Little Women. Uh, Tom, uh, scandal hit. What? Um, I asked. Uh, yesterday was Christmas. Yeah. And I said, uh, I texted you. I said, hey, Tom, Merry uh-huh. Christmas to you and yours. Do you want to record tomorrow? If so, what time would work for you, your friend Tim? Mm-hmm. He said, hello. You are, you're always very polite in your texts, which I like. Yeah, formal. Address them yeah. and then sign them. You wrote back, hello, Tim. Happy holidays to you and your loved ones. <laughs> thank you. I never really did properly thank you. I can record tomorrow. Late afternoon would work. Uh, so I have enough time to finish this stupid book. I was talking about the book I'm writing. <laughs> That's what I uh, uh, originally thought. I was like, is Tom like on a deadline for his next book? And <laughs> right. why would he call it stupid? I was like, oh, he doesn't like the little women because, well, we know. Then uh, I said, uh, as a joke, I said, maybe you should try lying and say you read the book but didn't, but don't actually read it. And then you said... Okay, I won't really read it. <laughs> no, Tim. <laughs> what did I actually say? That's what I'm, I'm reading your exact words. Okay, I won't really read it. Do you deny that you wrote those words? What I actually wrote is, I'm not falling for this trap, so you can screenshot me saying, okay, I won't really read it. <laughs> if I knew how to get a uh, photo editing <laughs> right. uh, app on my phone, yeah. which I don't, I was going to just black out the first part. <laughs> And post that. I, yeah, I was. But ex- it was Christmas, and I, I was, ex- was supposed to be spending time with my family. <laughs> I get, I was expecting you to just post like a a screenshot of that, but in the blue bubble, there would be like a white background with like a different font text <laughs> of okay. Um, no, Tim. I of course I want to really read. You know what? And I said it was stupid because I thought that would play into your, uh, you know, what you want to believe. Thought I was being nice to you. It's not a stupid book. Tim, I finished this book. I liked it quite a bit. Nice. Yeah. You liked that it was over, right? No. You know what? Here's a So, uh you're going to see the movie next week and mm-hmm. I'm going to I I'm going to go see the movie too cuz okay. I want to see it cuz it's in theaters. Um and I like a lot of the the people involved. Um Yeah, you told me that uh <laughs> you want to go and see the shapely women. You said some of these women are quite shapely, I'll, and I'd like to, I'd like to watch them move around on the screen. That's not even me. true. Who in this is shapely? What does shapely mean? Like a Christina Hendricks. I don't know. Like an hourglass figure. Well, the I mean the the implication being it has a lot of beautiful you, women. Yeah, but they're you not were there only shapely. to gawk at their bodies. No, that's what you made clear to me with your. Uh, with your facial expressions. No, Tim. Your drooling mouth. I really like... Uh, you went, uh, I'm going to go see Little Women, right? va 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 voom I really like... I want to see uh, uh, Midsommar in it. I want it. Florence Pugh. Yeah. I want to see Lady Bird in it. Shrosharonis. I want to see... Uh, Harry Potter, Lady Harry Potter in it. That's uh, Emma Watson. Emma Watson. And I want to see Frances Ha direct the whole thing. Who's the fourth uh, little woman? Mm, it Winona might be Ryder? an unknown. It's not one. That was the earlier version. Yeah, people are saying I should watch the older version. No way. Watch this new one. Oh, but what I was going to say why I brought it up is that uh, I've heard that apparently the movie picks up like midway through the book. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Which, at first when I heard that, I was real mad. I, I punched through a window. But then <laughs> You're always punching through windows, Tom. Well, Your hand is mad. perpetually bandaged. But um, but then I thought about it. I was like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Like the, the first half of the book, it's not meandering, but it's a lot of character work. Like there's not a lot plot plot wise going on. It's a lot of just describing the personalities of these little women, which at the time uh, I found, uh, you know, a chore to get through. But by the end of it, I felt like I knew all these little women so well that uh, I was glad to know them. That's cool. Yeah, Tom, uh, I think you were also saying like, you know, these uh <laughs> you're you're bracing for me to to say something <laughs> alive but you're but you were saying like oh no all these actresses are too old to be playing so if it's all like post yeah that's jump, also what what made me think like yeah. oh, okay that makes a lot more sense if if you know emma watson who's 30 isn't playing a 19 year old she's playing a 25 year old okay that's that makes a lot more sense um the actress who plays beth mm-hmm is Eliza Scanlon, and she was in Sharp Objects. Eliza Dushku? No, Eliza Scanlon. Okay. A Scandinavian actress, perhaps? Australian, actually. Oh, I thought just because she had the name Scanlon. Also, Tom, Laura Dern is in this dang Yeah. She plays Marmy. Yeah. Who plays uh, Daddy? Ew. (laughs) Uh, Mr. March, it's Bob Odenkirk. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. What yeah. a cast. Chris Cooper plays uh, Mr. Lawrence. Really? Meryl Streep plays Aunt March. Oh, wow. Huh. Timothy Chalamet. Plays Laurie, yeah. Yeah. I knew he played Laurie. You Bruce know- Willis plays Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, you're gonna have to make your own dinner tonight. Uh, I got some stuff to do. Look at Bruce Willis. <laughs> I have to meet up with my ex-wife Demi Moore. <laughs> wow! Yeah. In the movie, <laughs> <laughs> the character of Hannah <laughs> is also uh, Demi Moore's uh, ex. Yeah, well, in the movie, he delivers that line straight to camera, a la Deadpool. Ah. Uh. Oh, so he's the only one that knows he's in a movie. <laughs> right. That's cool. And you drive, he rides a motorcycle in the movie, hmm. which didn't exist back then. Yeah. Maybe well, they did, but they ran on steam or some dumb shit. You love steampunk. That's true. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Laura Dern stan, Tom. Who isn't? Admiral Holdo? Um, that was her in uh, yeah. The Last Jedi. The... Powerful lawyer in uh, a marriage Park. story. Oh, is she in a marriage story? Oh my god, the she, marriage is it? Marri- I think it's just marriage story. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> See, I got shit for continually referring to it like an old man. Of Have you seen this movie, The Marriage Story? <laughs> <laughs> Which um, to young people sounds like Have you seen the Jurassic <laughs> Park? She's in all of like. She's in the widest variety of cool things. Like yeah. she's major role in Twin Peaks. Yeah. Um, but then also Enlightened, which which is that TV show that she starred in, right. which couldn't be more different from any of this stuff. Yeah. 
She just seems like somebody that is such a delight to work with. Yeah. That anyone worth their salt is like, hey, we got the money to get Laura Dern in on get this. Get Dern in on this. Yeah. Well, isn't she in some HBO? Is it? Is she in Big Little Lies? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's all over the place. She's and they're making a new Jurassic Park with her and yeah. and uh, the other two knuckleheads. Yeah, cool. They're not knuckleheads. They're nice men. Oh, Jeff Goldblum and Sam Neill. Yeah, Sam Neill's a real nice guy. Sam Neill seems like a dang delight. Yeah, they should just play themselves in this new Jurassic Park. I mean, it'll be a hundred times better <laughs> than what they've got in store for them. Imagine if they were like the new Jurassic Park in this world. They made a dramatic a dramatization of what happened <laughs> during Jurassic. You can't think that's an actual word, right? During, during Jurassic Park, and uh, uh, the so the kind of like a scream two scream yeah, three situation. The movie Jurassic Park exists yeah. in the Jurassic World world, and now these are actors, and they've come back to do a, a consult on a stunt show at the new Jurassic World. Hell yeah. I mean, I would just like a movie, and this is probably outside of the realm of Jurassic <laughs> Park slash world, yeah. where it's just uh, a making of documentary of stunt shows. Isn't There's... that a fascinating world? Tim, stunt shows are few and far between nowadays, and it's a real, it's a crying shame. I was at Universal Studios Hollywood um, as part of the, the preamble to my... Uh, to my honeymoon, mm-hmm. we stopped in L.A. before going to Hawaii yeah. for like a couple of days. And I was like, I want to go on the Simpsons ride. Yeah, uh, before so it closes. Yeah, so we went to uh, Universal Studios. And my biggest regret- Right, that's closed now? It's a Harry Potter thing? No, Harry Potter is oh, a different okay. thing. I I'm went on that think- ride. It sucked. I'm thinking of how Simpsons closed Back to the Future. Yeah, you wish- You're just like, I'm just waiting for the next one to take that. That cocky son of a bitch. Out. <laughs> yeah, those cocky um, Simpsons assholes, those new upstarts. But we would have had to say, like, we wanted to leave the park because it was a nightmare. Yeah. After we did what we did. After, <laughs> what does that mean? After we did. Uh, Sealed your vows. Nah, after we. <laughs> consummated the marriage. After we went on the rides we wanted to go on. Uh-huh. And it would have been another 20 minutes or a half hour that we had to wait around for the Waterworld stunt show. Oh, yeah. My biggest regret in life was not going and seeing that again. That pound for pound is the most entertaining, uh, like thirty minutes of of entertainment. Uh, I don't know if I've seen the Waterworld stunt show. Tom, it is spectacular. <laughs> they're riding jet skis. They're they're firing like missile launchers. Yeah. A, a plane crashes into it. What? Yeah. I mean, we were together. We saw the Lethal Weapon stunt show, Great Avenger. Yeah. That was great. When I was younger, I saw the Batman stunt show, Great Avenger. That was unbelievable. It was phenomenal. Why did they stop doing that? I think it had to have been very expensive to do that. And I'm sure attendance was down. Oh, man. It was so cool, though. Remember how yeah. hot it got when the fire? Yeah. You, you could really feel that like fire. like in danger. And, and they had like a real Batmobile, like Michael Keaton Batmobile that would drive through the stunt show, like, and he would get in it. He would call it. He would do the thing in the movie of like, I forget what he would say, but it would come to him. Yeah. And then it would come and he would jump in it and drive off. It, it crashed like, through all these boxes when it yeah, came out. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is the best thing. This yeah. is the movies come to life. The and the annoying thing is, or the thing that keeps this flame burning in my heart for it. 
is that I've been to Great Adventure, Six Flags Great Adventure, a, a million times since they closed it. They've never turned that into something no, else. No, it's still just there. It's it's just laying in wait, and I'm always like, well, they're going to bring it back at some point. It's right. Batman mania. It, Batman's bigger than ever. Yeah, Batman's so much more popular yeah. than he was back then. And, and nowadays, like, they wouldn't have to license like any movie likeness or whatever. It's no. just like, nah, just make your own Batman suit and whatever. Yeah. I don't understand why it's why it's just lying dormant. Like, all right, put another ride there or something. Yeah. Do another stunt show. I'm sad I've never seen, uh, there's also a Police Academy stunt show. What? I bet <laughs> that's hilarious and thrilling. Yeah. It's a real shame. Where's that? Uh, I'm sure it's not around anymore. Yeah, I don't think it is. I think that was a Six Flags thing, yeah. perhaps. I watched some stupid Spider-Man stunt show that sucked. I don't think I've ever seen that. That was at Universal Studios in like 2004. They knew, we I, need a hero. They kept uh, singing that. I've seen uh, the Indiana Jones stunt show. That's pretty Yeah, good that's too. cool. Yeah. That boulder chases them down. Yeah. He climbs up like a rope and stuff. Yeah. It's great. Everybody had a good time. That's well, a good ride, too. What ride? The Indiana Jones ride on the Jeeps. I don't think I've ever been on it. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Where is it? It's at... Uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios? Yeah, formerly MGM. Yeah. What well, chapters of Little Women <laughs> did you read, Doug? Uh, hopefully, they're going to make a Little Women stunt show at some point now that it's a movie. Yeah. Well, maybe... Uh, uh, Hannah on her motorcycle will. She doesn't have a motorcycle. Then. Uh, I read chapters 39 through the end, which is chapter 47. Chim- chapter 39, guess what the title of it is? The 39th. No, I tale. mean, you. I don't know why I even had you trying. The to little get... women get into a scrape. I wouldn't. Uh, you would never guess this, but it's called Lazy Lawrence. Lazy Lawrence. Yeah. So do you remember where where Larry was? The the Larry boy, the Lawrence boy, Larry, the last time we left him? Uh he had proposed yeah. marriage to Beverly. <laughs> There's no Beverly. It was to Joe. To Joe. And the Joe mechanic. was like, Look, I'm doing my own thing, babe. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. Babe. And he went, uh, babe, what are you doing? <laughs> Oh, I was thinking more of it was a uh, a Dennis Miller. Babe. Oh. Hey, Babe, I'm doing my own thing. My back's itching, sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what... Uh... Well, that's where we... Yeah. That's what I was looking for, that he had proposed marriage to Joe, and Joe was like, thanks, but no thanks. Back off, shithead. She was like, look, you're I'm like... I'm married a... to my, my bike. She was like, you're like a brother to me, and that's great. Like, and it'd be gross if we kissed. It wasn't even to her that it'd be gross. It was just like, I don't think of you that way. Mm. So, and like, I think it was a hint of like, and it's kind of weird that like now you're thinking of me that way. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. She did like kind of think about a minute of like, and he tried to convince her along these what lines was he of saying? like, I'm rich. Well, just like logistically, like, look, we get along. We get along great. And I am rich. And like your family likes me. Like they love me. This would be great. This would just be like very easy for everyone. Yeah. 
but she was like, yeah, Maybe but Maybe Joe's not about taking the easiest path. No, and she was like, yeah, but I don't love you that way. I love you, but I don't love you that way. Right. So lazy Lawrence. Uh, Lori goes to nice Italy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And stays, uh, he's only supposed to go there for like a little while, but he stays there for a month and he hangs out with Amy. Because remember, Amy's overseas with, with the, the with, aunt. With the aunt, yeah. Aunt March. Uh, because Aunt March, uh, Joe wanted to go with Aunt March. And she was like, no, nah, I don't want, Joe's a real killjoy. I want to take Amy. She's nice. Um, but guess what? Guess what Amy is not in this chapter? Nice. She is not nice. Yeah. Because she's like kind of hinting to uh, Lori, like, like that she's not very cool with how he's being lately. And in at, what way? He's just being like, like kind of a, a layabout. He's kinda. being a he's being a lazy Lawrence, if you ask me. It's kind of fucked up that he's like, your sister won't marry me, so I'm gonna go <laughs> bother you and your aunt in Europe. <laughs> Well, I don't, uh, I'm trying to check my notes. I don't think he ever told her that. Okay. He's like, maybe I'll try to marry this one. No, no, it's it's not like that uh, at the moment at all. Where basically he's just like feeling bad for himself mm -hmm. and just kind of like, you know, uh, putzing around Europe being rich. And she's like, um, She's she I think she says something like kind of passive aggressive to him. And he's like, oh, well, uh, tell me how you really feel. And she's like, do you really want that? He's like, yeah, go ahead. Let me have it. Like you, you got nothing. I'm a I'm a tough man. I'm I'm Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Uh, Our nation's toughest man. Yeah. Lay into me. And boy, howdy, does she lay into him? She's like, uh, you're lazy. Uh, like you suck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> No, at one point she's like, look at these hands. Aren't you ashamed that these hands are like a woman's hands? <laughs> she's like, they're so soft and pale. What has Amy ever done? You know, she draws. She likes to draw. I think she, this was mostly like... To it, like uh, it was tough, tough love. love. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Where she was like, you got to stop feeling sad for yourself. Like, you got it pretty great. And like, you're also a big pansy. Like, you got these soft hands, and she's like, it's good you're not a dandy. At least you don't have all these dumb rings. Uh, but he does have one dumb ring that Joe gave him. Did you see when Harry Styles <laughs> hosted Saturday Night Live? No. He was good, but he had all these rings on. And he didn't take them off part during of his the sketches? Shtick. And every, yeah, when he played like a... You know, part of the, 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 the funny fish out of water stuff is like, he's just playing a regular guy in an yeah, office. Yeah. So he's dressed up in like nerd clothes, but then he has all these rock star rings oh, on. Oh, that's stupid. Yes. Take off the rings, Harry. Yeah. Nobody wants to see a dandy playing. Anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. I'm sorry. Get back to the book. Back to the book. Yeah. Then. When people are in movies, they're not like, well, I can't take off my wedding ring. Yeah. <laughs> And these weren't wedding rings. These were these were fashion rings. Tom. These were just rock star rings. Yeah. Um, so she lays into him, um, and and even though he doesn't tell her, I do have it in my notes. He doesn't tell her that uh, he proposed to Joe, but she like figures it out. Like, oh, he's probably a real bum because like it's obvious he likes Joe, and Joe probably refused him. Um, 
So she lays into him, gives him, reads him the riot act, so to speak. And uh, then later he leaves her a note saying she was right. And yeah, uh, he's going to go see his grandpa because that was part of her critique. She's like, you know, your grandpa's real nice and you're like real shade of him. You should go hang out with your grandpa. Hmm. Chapter 40. <sighs> Chapter 40 is a real freaking bummer. Chapter 40 is just a uh, long chapter of Beth dying over the course of a year. Yikes. Yeah, so Beth is, you know. Which one? Beth is the youngest? Beth is, no, Amy's the youngest, I believe. Beth is the second youngest. But Beth was the one who was sick, Uh had the scarlet fever. And this is just like, it starts a year before she dies of just like, well, for a year they knew, like, this is it. She's going to be dying. Uh, And she's just getting, like, weaker and weaker. Um, but then Joe writes her a poem. Oh, that made everything better, probably. It was a nice poem, Tim. I'll tell you what. Wasn't like mostly about her motorcycle, though. <laughs> no, it was about her how- shiny wheels and chrome handlebars. <laughs> it was- the best sister I ever had. It was about how uh, how much Beth uh, uh, made everybody happy in her life. Hmm. I'll tell you what, Tim. Reading this chapter made me tear up. It was a very nice poem that Joe wrote about that. You ever hear about other people's nice, like, uh, when when people die and people remember them real nicely and you think, like, uh, when I die, nobody's really going to have anything nice to say about no, me. Is that when you said you wanted a bench in your name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so people would assume that I had lived a good life. Right. So Beth uh, or Joe basically writes a poem for Beth saying like you you like what a great life you had and mm. Beth is like you know what I, this whole time I was thinking like this sucks I'm dying I didn't really do anything but your poem really boy what a nice thing I guess I did help people out and she's like all right um, Joe you gotta take care of our parents once I'm dead though. And she's like, yeah, of course, because, you know, it's like a deathbed thing. Um, and then she dies, and everybody's very sad that she died. Um, chapter 41. <laughs> Lori, That's sad. Lori, R.I.P. I told you, I teared up. Yeah. Lori returns to Switzerland, and then he goes to Austria and work and starts working on an opera. So when when uh, Amy he was starts like working at the opera on an opera, uh. when Amy was like, "Look at you! You're such a, a fancy dandy. Like you got uh, these pale, soft hands, like a woman, uh, because you never worked a day in your life." Uh, he's like, "Well, I'll show her. I'll work on an opera." <laughs> um, and he and the opera, like the the protagonist that he's writing, is kind of like Joe. So he's yeah, like, "Yeah, no shit." Uh, oh my motorcycle! I grease it up nice. He's singing a lot about Joe, and then he's like, "No, I don't want to make it." So then he's just thinking about her bad aspects. And then he's like, well, I don't want it to be mean. And then he's like, you know what? I should uh, send Joe another letter to see if maybe she's rethought marrying me. And he does that. And <laughs> That's she a sent, good idea. And she sends back a letter like, hey, man, come on. <laughs> Look, I told you once nicely. Uh, I don't want to marry you. So then he's like, all right. Uh, so then he starts uh, hanging out with Amy a bunch. Uh, so Amy, uh, uh, Amy and Lori both get letters at the same time saying like, 
Uh, Beth's dying. Don't bother coming home. You won't make it in time. Cool. <laughs> um, but Lori had promised Amy, when the time comes, I'll come to you and comfort you in, right. in Europe. And he does. Um, and then Lori asks, and then like by now, Lori's like realizing he's falling in love with Amy. And then they they comfort each other and they hang out a bunch. And then I told you, Lori's just like, uh, you now. Uh, basically, she's like, I've and, been hanging around these sisters my whole life. I'm gonna get one of them to marry me. <laughs> I'm gonna get some somebody I can see. One of them sister. died. One of them's married. Yeah, I got I got the one that's not interested in being married or the drawer. Um, they go out for a ride on a boat. They're rowing a boat, and and Lori asks Amy if uh, she'll always row in the same boat with him, and she says yes, and that means they're engaged. <laughs> I don't understand how things used to work. Did she know that means they're engaged? Presumably, <laughs> I Did don't he know. Trick her into. All these things are like so loaded where it's like basically in these days asking the way you would get married, the way you would ask somebody to get married and agree to marry them is the equivalent of how you would ask somebody on a first date. Right. And not even nowadays, like in the last 60 years, (laughs) how you would ask somebody on a first date is, is what it was like. 70 years is what it was like back then. Um, uh, then we, uh, chapter 42, we go back to the, uh, the March homestead. Joe is lonely. She misses Beth cause Beth's dead. Mm. Marmy worries about, Marmy gets news that Amy and Lori are married or are engaged. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she's like, I got to break this to Joe and Joe might not take it well. And when she first tells Joe, Joe has a look on her face like, Ooh. but then how was that described in the book? That's how it was described. Okay. I'm reading from my notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Joe's like, no, actually, you know what? I'm happy. <laughs> you know what? I think it's funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Joe, uh, but then Joe throws herself into her writing and she starts writing like small things, like a little poems and stuff mm-hmm. and the short stories and whatnot. Uh, and she's like, and she finds her style. All of a sudden, like, she gets a lot of responses. Her swagger. Yeah, she gets a lot of responses to her writing, and she's like, these are short things. Why do people like them so much? But then she's like, oh, I, like, found my voice. I found my... The, the way I write. Are they all anti-Lori uh, propaganda? They're all anti-Lori. Some are anti-Irish. And they're all uh, filthy limericks. Nice. <laughs> That's her voice. Um... And then she's like, everything's great except I'm all alone. If well, only shit. if only that Professor Bear were around. Remember him? The German professor? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she's like, ah, he's probably spoken for or whatever. Uh, chapter 43, Lori comes home, Lori and Amy, and he's like, hey, guess what, Joe? Uh, Amy and I got married. Uh, Jealous. Jealous <laughs> much? Pretty much. But he's like, we got married, we were engaged, but then we got married because it was easier. This way we could come home together. We could travel home together without a chaperone. Ooh. So he, I don't know, he'd probably get a traveled home together without a chaperone and got married here. Can but I, I guess he couldn't back then. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Well, let's get quietly because... Uh... 
Do you think he fingered her on the ship? Yeah, I got. I didn't think, but I guess it was a ship. <sighs> I would hope so. It'd be a boring ride for them. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, well, no, they're jobs, married. The they sh- they could have been uh, banging. Yeah, yeah. Having intercourse. Yeah. The entire ship ride with the motion of the ocean. Yeah, let that be their guide. Yeah. And who's to say otherwise? Maybe Not, that's maybe that's what it was. Like like yeah, we wouldn't have a chaperone, quote unquote, when it's like like we're gonna be on a boat a boring boat together for like a month. <laughs> Obviously we're gonna bone at some point. Even if we weren't into each other, it'd be like, Oh, I'm bored. Nothing else to do. Yeah. Um Uh and so Lori tells Joe, he's like, You were right. Uh, I swapped my feelings for you and my feelings for Amy. I swapped them. So now my old feelings I had for Amy, I have for you. And my old feelings I and had for you, suck, I have. you idiot. <laughs> no, it was like, I love. You a- blew it. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> it was like, I love all of you. And he was like, you were right. Amy is a better fit. I can see that now. You're a very smart woman, Joe. I should have been yeah, going. Yeah, good luck with your writing and stuff. And then he, <laughs> then he strutted away. Yeah, but then guess what? All his rings glistening in the in the sunlight. Tim, you're thinking of, of uh, Harry Styles. Harry I'm Styles always thinking about again. Harry Styles. Guess who shows up unexpectedly? Marmy. Professor Bear. Uh, All of a sudden, he comes knocking. Now, this knock, was a knocking. man, right? Not an actual bear. He's a man. He's close to 40, Oof. which made him impossibly old back then. Yeah. I mean, impossibly old these days, too. Yeah. Um, he shows up unexpectedly, but guess what? Everybody's like, this guy's great. This this guy, his name's Fritz Bear. Oh, cool. And they're like, this guy, Fritz, he's Fritz got- Fritz the bear. And he's he, got uh, great- he really Fritz the cat? I think so. I think it was his father. Uh, is this guy X-rated too? <laughs> He's like, oh, I guess uh, everybody's like, this guy's got great stories. And then there's a part where he's where it's like he doesn't talk directly to Lori, but he like looks at Lori sometimes when he's talking, but he gives a look of like, uh, I remember youth. But again, it's like, I don't know, this guy's like in his late 30s. It's fine. He's going to be dead within the decade. <laughs> Um, oh, I th- look at e- people who are like 20 and be <laughs> right. like, ah, oh, man, I wish I was. Just- That's true. Um, I also, <laughs> I, I get caught looking at people, uh, wistfully. <laughs> uh, I have an indirect quote here. I forget the direct quote, but it was, uh, uh, when they're talking, when like Lori and Joe are talking, Lori says to her, um, uh, I always get first skim when we qual- when we squabble about the cream. Okay, that that was your version of it. Yeah, but it but the idea was like I get to skim off the top, and that's the good stuff. Yeah, while we squabble about the cream, um, while we're squabbling, I'm grabbing the the skim. Why? What? It was just a note I had. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Chapter 44. Uh, Amy and Lori are happy, and they decide they they want to help Professor Bear because he's poor, and they decide they'll be philanthropists. Nice. I mean, it is nice. You know, that's not Amy's money she's spending. It's Mr. Lawrence's. 
Well, she was the one who told Lori that he should uh, be nicer to Mr. Lawrence. That's true. Uh, chapter 45. Uh, we, we we get a little diverge, a divergence here of uh, Demi and Daisy. Okay. These are Meg's, Meg's uh, kids. Okay. Uh, Demi, the boy, he's they're both three, but he's into uh, mechanics. But I think it's like like his aunt Joe, uh, like en- <laughs> no, like en- like engineering type stuff, right? And philosophy. He's a three year old into philosophy. Yeah, right. You know when parents are like, oh, I have a genius. Kid. No, they like- said these kids. They started walking at eight months and like talking full sentences at a year. Wow, real smart uh, kids, especially for back then when everybody was stupid. Yeah. Um. Uh, but they're like, Demi's a genius, and Daisy likes to help the maid make food. Hmm. <laughs> um, uh, they call That's still pretty impressive for a three-year-old. That's true. Yeah, if you got a three-year-old pulling things out of the oven and stuff. Yeah, not being good. a genius isn't uh, the, like the death knell for a three-year-old. <laughs> it's like, oh, they suck. Uh, no, it's normal. It's a normal kid. It's they, a kid to having a good time. They call Joe Aunt Dodo. <laughs> uh, Demi tells Joe and Bear, Professor Bear Fritz, that he kissed a girl. And Who said th- that? Demi? Yeah, Demi. A uh, little fucking liar. He <laughs> could have kissed a girl. What girl? His sister? Ew. No, I think he goes like preschool or the playground or something like that. What? In the 1800s, Tom? Yeah. He In was... the 1800s, probably, they were like, well, off to the factory, yeah. Demi. That's true. You know, they can Maybe only like, uh, we can only make those watch box with these little said, hands. Yeah. Um, so he says he kisses a girl, and then he asks uh, uh, the two of them if big boys like big girls. And then uh, Fritz says, "Yes, big boys do like big girls." And Joe gets all hot and bothered about that. And she's like, "Ooh, he's talking about me." I think. These people need to stop beating around the bush, especially this Fritz guy. He's he's close to death. <laughs> well, so there is a part where they're talking about uh, how Joe's like, well, I'll be turning 25 soon, and that means I'll be an old spinster. Uh, but at least when I'm 25, I have another nice 25 years of life to look forward to where I can try and do my damnedest to make, uh, make things good. And that's a good attitude to have. It is a good attitude, but it's crazy to think, A, you're going to die at 50 and B, 20. It makes a lot more sense of like, oh, 25. No, that's like, yeah, that's the equivalent nowadays of being 50. Yeah. And, and, you know, yeah, not. Still looking for love. Yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with that. No, I mean, Joe's like never even dated or anything. Joe's never even been kissed, I think. Well, maybe she should stop turning down nice boys. Wow. It all worked out for the best. Uh, chapter 46, uh, Professor Bear is away for three days. Uh, what is his business hanging around anyway? It's not real clear. She thinks he's there for like real important stuff. Is he like in their house? or No, he's not staying with them, but he stops by because he's in town Okay, on business. And she imagines he's on like some real cool business. He's wearing like a nice suit. Yeah. Um, but then like she doesn't hear from him for three days, which back then actually he's like- probably dead. No, back then it was like, I don't know. You wouldn't hear from people for years. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, three days is the equivalent of like he didn't text me back after 15 minutes and I saw that uh, he has read receipts on and I saw he read it. <laughs> uh, Joe try so she like goes out trying to run errands, trying to run into him. And she does in town just as it starts raining and he covers her with her with his umbrella. Is there a romantic thing? Yeah. And then they shop together for a bit. And then he's like, oh, I finished. For a bed? For a bit. Uh. <laughs> They're looking for a new bit <laughs> to do together. Um, he finishes shopping. Uh, er, he's, he tells her, I finished my business in town. And he's like, ah, I finished my business in town. I got uh, a new job lined up out west. Maybe you've heard of this, the, the old west. But it's new right yeah, now. Uh-huh. Nobody Does knows. He have a gold ru- <laughs> is he rushing after gold? No, I think it's probably like he's gonna go to like a gold rush town and be a teacher there. Uh, and he's like, they're you know they're desperate for teachers, so I can go out there, I can make a bunch of money. So that's what I'm gonna do. Um, and she starts crying, and he's like, "Why are you crying?" And, and she's like, "Well, look, I don't want you to go there. Uh, I love you, uh, so I don't want you to go away." And he's like, "Oh." That was just a ploy. No, it wasn't a ploy. It. But you he admitted was, it. But he's like, he's like, oh, that's great. Um, I love you, but I didn't think you loved me. But now that I saw how upset you got, now I know you love me. I love you. Uh, will you marry me? Nice. And then she's like, yeah, of course. And they get married. Uh, it was her story in the paper. Oh, and then he tells her, like, oh, I was reading a paper, and it had one of your stories. A newspaper? Yeah. And even though the story wasn't credited to you, I could tell it was you, and that's why I came back into town. Because I was like, oh, she's still around, it sounds like. Let me go try my luck. And it worked. Because now you're crying. Because I was going to go to the Old West. Because I was going to go to the New West. Yeah. Uh, so now we'll get married instead. And then chapter 47, the last chapter. What's it called? The last chapter finale. I forget what it's called. I don't have that in here. All I have was uh, Lazy Lawrence because I like that one. <laughs> um, Aunt March dies. Ah. But, you know, Tim, it was to be seen she was 45. <laughs> um. She gives uh, Joe all of her uh, inheritance, whoa, including her big house, and her and her big hats, presumably. Yeah, her and Fritz are like, "This is great. We're gonna run a like a like a Montessori school out of this house." Mm. Um, and they're very nice people, and they're like, "We're we're gonna teach boys in this house. We're gonna have boys live here, and we're gonna teach them." Rich, poor, whatever, but no girls, <laughs> but no girls, no women. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna we're gonna run like a school out of here, and uh, like that'll probably make like Aunt March mad or mm. whatever. <laughs> um, so they do that, and then they they. I, uh, Does Aunt March come back as a ghost? I had to look. No, I had to look this up in the Little Women Wikipedia because. In the book, it says, uh, like, Joe has, by this point, Joe has, they get married, and Joe has six or seven boys. It's like, wait, what? Did she have six or seven omniscient narrator? Yeah, yeah. But then I was like, oh, I think they're just talking about 
the boys living in the house. Okay. So then I looked it up, and Joe had two boys. Okay. Joe and Fritz. Wait, that wasn't in the book? That was like in uh, an extended universe? I couldn't find it in the book laid out explicitly. That might have just been mine. I I had to look it up on the Wikipedia. (laughs) It might have been one of the prequel comics. (laughs) Um, Marchipedia? Yeah, Marchipedia had it. Uh, And then the book ends, and uh, they were all nice little women. Nice. Um. That seemed nice. They all married nicely. They all married nicely. Uh, uh, Lori and Amy, as of the time we ended, didn't have any kids yet. But the other two did. And then the one died. Right. Yeah. And I was reading like a little analysis about like the like... What it all means, man. Yeah, but just like, well, did like Joe choose what she wanted or did Joe like give in towards the end of just like her loneliness and decide to like forsake? But if somebody is lonely and they make the choice to uh, make Mm. an effort not to be lonely anymore, is that succumbing to anything or is that making a decision that uh, makes your that's life. What, that's what the majority of the analysis is. That it was like, look, like Joe had too strict of an idea of like, I have to reject everything else to uh, to live the life that I want. And then that led to a lonely life. And she was like, oh, you know what? I could probably get married and have kids and still write. Right. And, and. You know, turns bef- out she couldn't. Before, no, she still wrote. I think she didn't say she did. Boys, but, uh, but also, otherwise, she was left with just the idea of taking care of her parents. Yeah, that's and stinks. and never leaving home, just because that would like make her parents not even taking care of them. Like, don't leave home because then they'll be sad that all the kids are gone. So one kid has to stay there. Right. Uh, but she doesn't. She chooses what it is that she wants in life. Will make her happy. I mean, she chooses this guy Fritz, who's poor, uh, who you know isn't isn't the quote unquote smart guy to marry. Like uh, where Amy kind of justifies. I mean, obviously she loves Lori, but like a lot of it is the justification of like. Well, Lori's like super rich. This would make my life a lot easier. <laughs> Look, look, some, hey, life is compromise, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, look at us. We both married for money. And we're both very happy. Yeah. Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. I just wanted to address something from- I'm just talking about our first three marriages each. <laughs> uh, from last week's episode. And I only married for money because those women were very old at the time. Yeah, you were you were hoping they'd die soon. Wasn't hoping. It was just you just an knew it would happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unspoiled. Yeah, which is a podcast, mm-hmm. and they uh, they're one of our Patreon uh, patrons. Yes, we're like everybody else listening to, to this, unless they're scoundrels. Yeah, unless you're, uh, you know, scoundrel. Um, came in and said, uh, "Hey, feminazi killjoy, jumping in to defend Tom over here." Oh, well, um, well, well. I read this book a dozen times, at least, getting Hannah's name wrong, notwithstanding. She got <laughs> Hannah's name wrong. Uh, 
Oh, I think okay. it's I think it's a she. Uh, they got the name. Uh, and Marmy's advice to Meg. Remember when Marmy was uh, when Meg was like complaining? Yeah. Uh, Marmy's advice to Meg isn't that she should make an effort to look pretty, but also that she needs to stop being a control freak. The issue that comes up earlier, which Tom didn't really touch on, is that John makes an effort uh, to get involved with the kids a few times, and Meg continues to chastise him. You know, she goes on. Yeah. Uh, so she said. So, or they said, uh, so while I understand Tim feeling the way he does, I think it's just because there was some information missing and Tom was essentially correct. So this person is defending you, even though you're the one, I'm not reading the book. Yeah. You're the one who didn't explain it to me correctly. No, that like John tried to help out and and he got like shooed away of like, no, 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 that's not a husband's job. I appreciate that this was done, but it's not Unspoiled's uh, duty to come in and fill the gaps that you didn't fill in. Well, you should be reading the book too, Tim. I might. I might might actually read this book. It's too long. You wouldn't be able to finish it. No. I read long books sometimes. Yeah, right. Maybe it'll be the one book that I read in 2020. (laughs) Uh, No, because, yeah, I did leave that out that John tried. You know, John made like uh, like one effort to get involved. And she was like, no, no, no. Like you. This person was defending you. Now you're saying like, well, actually, I was right. (laughs) Look, it's fine. No, I'm just saying that what I'm. Yes, I appreciate being defended. Um but I'm also saying, like, that was just part of it. I told you the other parts, and you were still like, ooh. You didn't tell me the other parts. I told you the other parts. No, Unspoiled even said, like, you left those things out. I left, like, one or Are two Are you calling them out. a liar? No, I'm not calling them a liar. I'm, I'm just an saying. An inattentive listener? I'm just saying that they're not saying you're completely wrong because of things I left out. They're saying that's part of it, but also, Tim, even with the information available to Tim, he should have been nice that's not what they said yes what uh this person was nice enough to clarify what 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 you left unclear so i and for that i I salute unspoiled i was just saying that i think it's a nice idea in a relationship of like oh yeah like i should make an effort into looking nice for my partner and you call you accuse me of being a misogynist for that and then I said, no, I think that applies to both people. Like if you're a guy and you're like some scraggly mess and then you accuse me of targeting you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. I can't wait. I, I really can't wait to see this movie. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. No, I'm excited to, to see, see it. Uh, it came out yesterday. I'm excited to go see yeah. it. Yeah. When are you going to see it? I might go. S- no, I think we can go see Uncut Gems tomorrow. Uh, I might see it. Oh, I might see it tomorrow night, actually. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to see like three or four movies this weekend. Yeah. I might see it tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Tomorrow night might be my only, my only chance before it's out of theaters. <laughs> uh, no, tomorrow night would work, so I might see it tomorrow night. I think Because I'm going to be out of town for a few days. But they got movie theaters out of town. Maybe I'll see it in an out-of-town movie theater. Wow. A suburban movie theater is nice. They got these big recliners there now. They got those. I told you, I got the AMC A Pass, A A Stubbs A Ticket, A A the the Fonz. Um, so I've been seeing a lot of AMC movies, 
It's nice. They got nice recliners, even in the city where everything's dirty. Yeah, but they got bed bugs in those recliners. It's fine. They're leather. Leather is, bed bugs don't like leather. That's why I have a leather mattress. I thought that was just uh, to keep it to keep things sexy in there. Oh, it sexy doesn't hurt. Slippery. It's a solid leather mattress. Mm. It's leather all the way through. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Just layer on layer of leather. Right, how many cows? Fifty. Wow. Fifty cows. Fifty cow hides I got in there. <laughs> it's just stacked on top of each yeah. other. Yeah. Very uncomfortable bed. Thanks for being patron. We'll see you next week. Thank you.